Hey guys, sorry for another late upload. We're actually still stuck in outer space right now. It's pretty boring out here. It's just me, Kyle, and a really abused copy of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. If you have any idea how we could possibly get back to planet Earth, please do so by going to our Apple Podcasts page, leave a five-star rating and review, and let us know how you got back to planet Earth from the, the scarce, vast domain that is space. Anyways, we hope you appreciate this podcast. In this podcast, Kyle, our guest Godfrey, and I kind of talk about our history in playing guitar and get to know each other's uh, story a little more. I hope you guys enjoy it. Without further ado, here's the podcast. To Boffcast? The podcast where we talk about everything and anything. Um, feel free to uh, like, subscribe, share, wherever you're at. We're going to give a quick little toast. We're sipping on this uh, Ex Novo beer, the same beer we sipped on last time. You need a water? All right, let me give you a water. Ting! Toss over that. Perfect catch. Look at that. 10 out of 10. Boom. All right. Great so- job, Nathan. You sound a little bit different today. Do you have a cold or what's going on? <clears throat> yeah, oh I'm gosh. just drinking my green tea and ramen. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so let me kick this off. Um, Not feeling good we're, today. We're, we're, curr- <laughs> we're currently recording on uh, Labor Day from the International Space Station because we, we're stuck in outer space. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a crazy place. And um, <laughs> outer space, a crazy place for the human race. Pick up, let's pick up the pace. Okay, <laughs> so um, I got to introduce... But before I can pick up the pace... But before we can pick I gotta, up the pace... I got to pick up my man's spirits. Oh! Because across the street from me... And across uh, the desk from me as well, he's 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 a Hawaiian shirt toting. Hey, whoa, we're both wearing Hawaiian shirts. We're both cactus wins the lottery sipping. We're both uh, gain whipping. We're whipping up those gains up in here. You need to leave. But what's unique about Kyle is he he got those abs. I can see his abs. I'm, I didn't show you those. You're, you're assuming a whole lot. Um, did, did you just assume? My, my abs? abs. <laughs> Did abs. you assume my definition? Absolutely. Oh. Weighing in at a future 195 pounds. Oh, you'll get oh, there. Yeah. I oh, believe well, you can. I'm going to get there eventually. Thank you. Kyle Smith. And across from that said individual oh. wearing another Hawaiian shirt. Bing, bing. Pretty much the exact same person because he's also drinking the same exact beer. Ching, ching. With the same exact skin complexion, we have <laughs> Carlos Joshua. <laughs> How's it going, brother man? Kidding. Not going to ask you that. Wow. Over in the left corner, we have a surprise guest of the he, evening. He is a Grammy-nominated, Grammy award-winning, Oscar-winning... Uh, Oscar Meyer Grammar- Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> he, he won the Oscar Meyer Wieners at the Oscar Meyer Wiener hot dog and also uh, burp contest. Um, he is... He is. Uh, he's married to my sister, which was weird at the, first. The, the biggest accomplishment he has, <laughs> which was weird well, at weird, Oscar Meyer. <laughs> it was weird at first, Kidding. but it's not weird now. Sitting in on the studio, my my brother-in-law and one of my best friends, Aww. Godfrey Jimenez, oh, oh. Iver. Is that yes. Iver? Piper? Godfrey Iver. Piper. <laughs> How's it going, brother man? It is going well. How are you doing? Good. Dude. I feel like it's just, it's just been so long since I've seen you. <laughs> a solid two and a half minutes. Yeah. Um, he stayed the night at uh, at our place. We've been. Spending Labor Day together. Um, what did we do yesterday, man? We, that, was, that was bomb. So tell, tell the people. You, you guys did something so uh, attention-gripping that I didn't get a response from him for like 12 hours. So what did you do to him? <laughs> what did you do to my man? Okay, yeah. What, what did we do? Oh, man. So they just opened a meat shop across the street from our church. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves a good meat shop. They got mm-hmm. the, the, the smoked teriyaki jerky and Hawaiian jerky and 
I go in and I see a tri-tip in the back. What's a tri-tip? It's a cut of meat. It's basically like... It's like a... It's the West Coast brisket is what oh. they call it. Yeah. Okay. So you need to cook it low and slow and, and it has all the same specifications of a brisket. But it's 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 a lot less uh, it's a lot leaner than brisket. It's, it's easier to cook too. Yeah, it was way easy to cook. And then uh, so I saw it in the back, and it just looked really nice. So so you guys stared at a tri-tip steak for three hours while it was or twelve hours while it was cooking. We only we cooked it for like a good hour and a half, right? Yeah, we were about an hour. I sweat it for about fifteen minutes, but it was in there at two twenty-five for about an hour. And the way this thing was seasoned, man, it was like like, like almost like a, like a carne asada type. It was, like almost like an al pastor. Yeah, it was almost like al pastor. It really reminded me of that. But it was, we made steak sandwiches. Oh, they were good. We, we took we took sourdough bread, and uh, we put some aged aged cheese in there. Aged white cheddar cheese with some smoked cheddar cheese. That's right. Y'all went all out. Yeah, we went all out. Put a little, little horseradish sauce. I can in tell there. that these sandwiches are expensive. That's why you didn't invite me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I just figured you and Erica probably had something going on. What did we do yesterday? What did I can't? What? Did, oh yeah, we were we were actually pretty busy. We you had family. We, we, not a family. Oh, wait, no, we, I'll let you tell the story. No, no, about we, that. We, no, no, no. We just uh, it, was, it was just planned for a couple of weeks about a month ago. Um, it was just a family gathering. We okay. all got together with her side of the family and hung out. And just uh, I got roasted because I we weren't able to tell them when we were going to have our first kid. <laughs> so, oh my god. Oh, we're going to roast you because... When we're going to have our grandchildren, hello. Hello. And I was like... I just Super had, personal. I, 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 yeah, this actually, I, I, shut it, I shut it down. Shut and it I was down. just like, um, that's kind of a personal topic. Thanks, guys. Uh, and they're hey. like, all right. And they backed off and... Basically asking, like, when are you going to have unprotected sex? Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. It's, it's an it's a interesting question. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, though, we, had vol- we, we played volleyball. That was a lot of fun. It was just super hot yesterday, man. Let me tell you, it was hot. It was piping. It was it was Pyferin. Yeah, we played volleyball in that in that in that sun. We played uh, cornhole. Cornhole is really fun. It's really fun. Like uh, every everyone can play kind yeah, of game. You, you, get, you get a couple brewskis and everybody, and like really evens out the playing field. No, everyone's sober. They're, they're actually they they're they took it pretty all, serious. They're all thirteen years sober. Yeah, good for them. Don't get don't give them a couple brewskis then. No, <laughs> <laughs> they probably wouldn't take uh, well, it. Well, out of nowhere, there was like three or four. Uh, because actually, Sean and Rachel showed up. The people that we hiked with today, they were there yesterday because oh, cool. her side of her family, or her family in general, um, just pretty much non-existent. So Erica invited them along. And mm. so we had them, and we all drink. And we just had, not exactly, we don't, go, we don't go out to bars or anything like that. We just, we so boring. accept alcohol. At, we're like, you know what, just fine. Sure, cool. sure, sure. Have, have a couple of brewskis here and there, you know. So out of nowhere, uh, popped up some, uh, not White Claws, it was Truly's. Truly, uh, they popped out of nowhere. Truly, they are the superior seltzer. Let's they be honest. Are. Yeah, let's be honest. Come on now. Um, what, what was I going to say? Uh, I, I had I had something I want I wanted us to try. Just it's it's too late now. Um, I, oh I, no! I, I bought some like Knob Creek. They they have uh, yeah I know it's a funny name Knob Creek. I'm not laughing at that. No, I'm not. I'm not because I said Knob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Uh, it's some like they're they're, they're pre mixed uh, drinks. So there's like pre mixed old fashioned, pre mixed mai tai. So I, I I could actually pour us an old fashioned without going over the top. Oh, perfect! <laughs> so you, know, you know how now? Yeah, I just opened the bottle. And sh- <laughs> perfect. Um, so so I, I, that's cool. You 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 got to spend some time with uh, Sean and Rachel. Yeah, you're right. All right, because they're they're part of the family, right? Uh, I, I, yeah, pretty much. Speaking of things that are part of the family. Well, who did you bring in? Oh, I brought in a new member to the family <laughs> yesterday. After after uh, two weeks of, of searching, like really intentional. I mean, first Kyle and I went went to uh, we went to Beacock's music, and then uh, and Godfrey and I went to Guitar Center, or it might be the other way around. Guitar Center was garbage. They had yeah. nothing. I'm surprised. Usually then, they don't have nothing. They well, did, well, they didn't have any shredders. The, so all, they, all they had was played this guitar and said it was like the, one of the best feeling guitars <laughs> you ever played. I, I, well, so I, 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 bro, we showed up to Beacocks. The first gra- the guitar I grabbed off that shelf was that guitar. Yeah. And you bought it. And I bought it. And you straight <laughs> up bought it. The first guitar I grabbed was like, wow, this is a beautiful guitar. What was it like? Uh, $16.99? After, after tax, it ended up being like seventeen fifty. Yeah. Yeah. I did not look... At the uh, the the brand or model of the guitar, I didn't care. Yeah. I just saw the guitar, knew it was probably gonna play pretty good, 
and it did because it had the the Floyd Rose. It had the locking the locking locking tuning. Yep. And by golly, by gosh, am I happy that you picked it up? Oh my <laughs> goodness! I was on my route. I was, yep. I was I was driving around in the heat, and now and I saw and you sent me those photos. I freaked the, the <laughs> I freaked it, bro. I <laughs> freaked it, man. I just can't believe it. So yeah, like you know, I, I've I've always gotten guitars for the context of like playing in church, and so um, I guess in, in in its weird way, maybe you could say it was. You can make a case that it was selfish. I did that, or that it wasn't that it was selfless. I was buying it for you know church worship, but I never bought a guitar just selfishly for me to use for my own purposes. And uh, yeah, the, this was it. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad that I was able to play it before I I gave it to you to, to its fullest ability, so I could I could really feel if this was a good guitar or not. And it has it's, it's better than my uh, my my Randy Rhodes. But you ran so is that an actual like Randy Rhodes model? It is. It is. How much did you? How much did that set you back? Free. Oh my god! It was free. Yeah, this this guitar right here was free because I got it here uh, a year after we went into boot camp from my uncle Russ, and he gifted it to me for Christmas. Wow, that's super wow. cool. Those are like you you realize that those are like almost two thousand dollar guitars, right? Now, yeah, yeah. Uh, he originally bought it for like seven hundred. Really? I'm, I'm sure the prices have gone up a little bit. Maybe it's the American made Randy Rhodes that's expensive. Probably. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. Okay, Carlos. What? No, 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 no! You messed up. I'm Josh now. I'm even trying to call him Josh. You better try. Josh, what <laughs> kind of guitar did you buy? I bought, let me, I got, Ibanez has like a weird like naming system. So I bought a Ibanez RG Premium, here I'll get the actual name up here. I got the Ibanez RG6 PKAG Premium RG Electric Guitar Flat Natural. And it's made. It's made with um, with koa wood, and it's just oh, it's beautiful. It's it's a shredder's dream. If we were posting this on YouTube, we would totally post a photo that he yep. he took of it. But unfortunately, we're not doing it at the moment. <laughs> do it, do <laughs> it on Instagram. Do it on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Absolutely. You guys can have a picture. I'll take a picture of you guys holding both of your guitars. Yo, that'd be sick. Oh, oh man. Oh. Cover videos coming soon. This guy. Oh, seriously. Yep. Um. But yeah, so I'm I'm I'm, ex- I'm excited excited to have a new addition to the family. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, all, all guitarists got to start somewhere, right? And uh, Mr. Mr. Kyle, where did that itch start for you? My, the itch for me to play guitar that started um, that started in Oregon City. I've, I, really? I think I tell this story like once a year, so I, I, it's pretty fresh still for me. Do us do it. Um, it was in Oregon City. I wasn't playing any instruments at the time. I was probably like 13, and we were my parents and I were walking down like some street. I can't remember what street. It was just in Oregon City somewhere. And we walked past this pawn shop. And you know, back in the uh, you know the uh, late 90s, mm. early 2000s, there were still like analog TVs with uh, <laughs> antennas. Oh yeah. There was stacks of those. Wow, I forgot it, about that. Stacks of, there were stacks of those in the pawn shop, and on the very top, or not on the very top, I'd say the middle one because I was I wasn't very tall. Uh, the middle one was. It had this. Uh, <laughs> it had a, a bassist. It had two two hot ladies, two models, <laughs> two models like like ooing and aahing at him, like just <laughs> over the glitz and the glam. That and, never and, happens for a bassist. And it was like some hair. It was probably some hair metal band. So he was so it was super flashy. Yeah, it's probably. And Dave. the guy was just like, he's just going at it. He had a that jean jacket on. Probably Molly Crew, dude. Or Dave, probably. Or Dave Junior from Megadeth. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, could have been him too. Yeah. Uh, either way, I never figured out who it was. Or, or Guns and Roses. He he played with the jean jacket too. I think so. As long as long as his long hair. I, I know. I think he was blonde. He might have been. I don't know. But anyways, saw, like saw <laughs> I saw something. My <laughs> saw something. And I was just like, that's crazy. <laughs> I gotta have a base. I need to have a base. So I uh, we went into the pawn yeah. shop, and we got that black. Base oh my that gosh. I sold to you um, in high school. Yeah, that you, that you I might still have here. I do. I played the snot out of that for uh, for youth group at Lamb. But anyways, that's, that, I'll get to that later. Do you, yeah, yeah, you? yeah. Actually, I regret selling you that base so much because then I got to play it. I got to play it in a landmark once I sold it to you. I, I realized that you were in, in, in landmark, and I sold it to you going to landmark. <laughs> and I would see the base and I play it. And I'm like, wow, I actually sold a really good base. <laughs> you can slap and pop that thing crazy. That thing plays like a dream. Um. But yeah, that really inspired me to start my musician uh, or journey as a musician. Uh, then I got my my parents uh, bought me a bass, and then I thought it'd be cool to get into orchestra, and I I, I rented out a saxophone. Oh, uh, in eighth grade, 
I was really bad at that, so I went back to bass, <laughs> and I learned a bunch of uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper songs. Yeah, and I was, that was during high school, and then I joined a couple bands with you and Paps. Um, for like, I think we started with Desolation, my very first band, our very first band, mm-hmm. and then we went to I don't know Unspoken Word. I did my own stuff, and I started recording other people, and then I started getting into producing and all this different stuff. And I won't be any, uh, anywhere near the caliber that Godfrey is at producing because he just understands things at a higher level than me because he has he has that. Uh, in-person experience uh and that that's really what it comes down to i think for me at least i need to have some mm. like hands-on uh teaching when it comes to like mixing and producing and stuff like that i feel like i plateaued a little bit but let's, let's not dump too much on your ability you you got an kyle, idea you got kyle, an idea you're what doing you're doing a great job dude i promise you're doing a good job but what but what it takes is you're at the intermediate level and how, what about guitar? You get at that intermediate level, and what happens? Either you plateau and yeah. you don't get any better, you get worse, or you you shoot for the moon, and mm-hmm. the, and then you're like these guys that you see on Instagram that are just amazing, and right. you're and you're at that point at guitar you're where you're there, good dude. at guitar. You're right. That that's I didn't want to acknowledge that. Don't put me, don't put me in that position. Everybody, on the pod. Kyle is really good. At, he's a shredder. He's a ranger, he man. is a shredder. He he he's one of the guys that I was just telling you about yeah. that like. Absolutely plays, and I just go into shock. He, like, uh, he's the he's the friend in the friend group where he's the good guitar player, and all of us are like mediocre and just look at him and, and, and just in awe. With and I, I shed one tear. Don't put me on the spot. I'm, <laughs> I'm blushing, dude. Don't put me on the spot. I don't. I don't. I don't, don't put me on the spot. So how, how? But how did you get to that shredability? John Petrucci. Really? John Petrucci got me there. Yeah, I'm serious. Like he just showed me like play with three fingers, and, and he's like do do do, and then take the next string do do do. And then I started getting, I, I just did that every day for like a month straight. And then I oh. realized, oh, wow, I can actually try and put some cool scales here together. I didn't, I don't know any scales. I never learned any theory. I just, I just learned what John Petrucci taught. And that wasn't much because I didn't buy any of material. I just pirated it. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it uh, real. Yeah. But then, I, but here's the thing. I played four hours a day. You got to play four hours a day. I, I did, I did that for three years straight because yep. I was so freaking passionate because I went from bass and I was like, I don't want to use a pick and, and feel weird. So I brought, I, I found a guitar. I found that, that, uh, Frankencaster that Paps oh, had that white one. Wow. That piece of crap. It was it pretty was, trashy. It was free. And we got it off like the road somewhere. And, it, <laughs> and he's like, man, it's the best guitar ever. And I, I, but anyways, it just took a lot of practice. It, t- it took a lot, of, uh, took a lot of iron on iron sharpening iron. Uh, I'm not going to lie. And, and that, it literally took just so long. And now I'm, I'm, uh, What's the word where you put in so much work uh, as like you're you're building your body and stuff like that, and then you can kind of um, not not plateau, but like you can maintain. You're maintaining. So the, yeah. once you once you attain that skill, like your body re- retains all of the knowledge of building muscle, your muscle. memory. Muscle memory, exactly. Yeah. It's exactly like that. Like same with building your body with food. Same, but that's it's the same as teaching yourself guitar four hours a day for three years straight. And you're retaining it. You got, you got the retention. Yeah. Yep, I put yep, down yep. guitar for six months once because I was so depressed that I wasn't getting anywhere. But then I picked it back up and in a week I was exactly where I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was so scared to come back. I was like, oh man, there's no way I can come back from this. But you can come back from anything that you want to. So. Oh, absolutely. How, bro, tell me about your experience, man. Okay, so uh, I, I think I was like 10, 10 or 11 years old. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I my, my dad had bought uh that acoustic guitar you know the one that i've had forever yeah, he bought that acoustic guitar and um i remember just being incredibly bored and i, I saw i remember I, I would like watch my dad play guitar and i thought that was cool and i was like huh did your dad used to play for for his church yeah he did yeah That's and right. for like all our like small group bible studies and stuff and i thought huh maybe i could do that and so i i asked my dad like hey do you care if i if i play this and he's like, sure, me, he'll go go ahead. And it, it came with like um like a small like beginner lessons CD. And I I, I put that CD in, in that old, really old computer I had. It, it had like eight gigs of hard drive space. Yeah. <laughs> and like, dude, they they were showing you how to play like the basics, how to tune your guitar, and then um they had like like a section. It was like, it was like a demo for like, a, like another lesson, but it had like some like the greatest solos of uh of guitar like. There was BB King's "The Thrill Is Gone." There was a uh, "Magic Man" by Heart. Ooh, um, yeah, that's a good nice. one. That's beautiful. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and I was like, dude, that is absolutely sick. And uh, same thing like you do. I, I went to Guitar Center. I bought I bought like a basic guitar book, 
and locked myself in my room and, and played. My, I had to find a picture, but it was like a picture of me like falling asleep with uh, a Dean Electric guitar that my dad had bought me. Literally, I was spooning this guitar. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I just played until I got tired. That's hilarious. That's I did the awesome. same exact thing. Yeah. I just thought it was cool. Bro, it was cool to like not eat because you were playing guitar. I know. Yeah, yeah I, I thought that was the coolest thing. I, actually, I yeah, I kept I never mind. Uh, I, I, I kept, unfortunately, I kept that outside of guitar too. I was like, oh, it's so cool now to eat. I fixed that now, but but anyway, so uh, yeah, when I, when I think when I was like fourteen or fifteen, I'd gotten that band with you and Paps. That's right, uh, Desolation, and uh, we we played. We played shows, and, and uh, we played, it was cool. How many shows do you think we played? Um, Desolation, I think, at least like when we were in the lineup, we probably played like three or three or five, I think. No, we played, I no, I'd say like nine or ten serious shows, because remember, we played the Roseland like twice. Well, this was after I left. Was I, that I, Next I, Big I Thing Tour? I eventually left. Yeah. <laughs> you remember the name? Next Big Thing Tour? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we, we played also at the White Elephant like probably like five or six times. Yep. And that so, was so lucrative. So do I, I, yeah. you remember that? I do. It's such a yeah. sketchy building. Dude, the Next Big Thing Tour was sketchy. They're like, well, let's sign up all these uh, eight to 13-year-old kids mm-hmm. in, in bands yeah. and make them sell tickets, and if they don't sell enough, they can't play. Just child labor. <laughs> so the promoters can get Honestly, money. Honestly, but it felt like hard work. It, it did. Just, for it us, really it felt did. like hard. We didn't for realize us it, it was, but we didn't realize what they were doing. Right. Wow. Opening my eyes. Yeah. Child labor. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I feel the shackles already. Here, so so here, here here's the thing. Here's the thing. So um, I was I was in I was in Desolation, and I remember our first show was at I think his uh, perhaps his aunt's church, and um um um. Oh, it was a church. Yeah, it was a church. It's a Russian church now. I, I remember. No, no, no. It's a, it's a tax facility now. Is it a tax facility now? Yeah. Well, or maybe it went from a tax facility to a... That's besides the point. That's, that's remember, beside the but we, we, we got the star treatment. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I don't know if it was a church's van or, or, or if it was her van, but it, it was like one of those like... Uh, you know how they have like, those, like, car, those cargo vans that yeah. you, you could also convert into... Uh, like a candy van? No, no, no. Like, you know what those vans that people convert into campers? Yeah, um, like, and like Mercedes makes them. What do you call those? Camper van, a camper van, sure. Sprinter yeah, van, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. so yeah. we got we had like a sprinter van with like bucket seats and a TV. Oh wow! I don't know how she managed to afford that, but see, that, we, we, were, we were getting the premium rock star treatment, right? <laughs> and I laugh. <laughs> Drugs and women. So, <laughs> oh no, jean jackets, drugs and women. Hey, just they, like just like Mustaine would have wanted. They weren't hot women, but they were they were fifty. They were they were fifty five fifty five year old church ladies named, named Ethel, um, Edna, Edna and Ethel, Edna Mode. Edna. <laughs> no, but um, I I still remember the set list. It was like two two songs that were originals, but uh, what really makes me laugh is that we took. <laughs> We took Nirvana songs and made them Christian, dude. <laughs> Are you serious? We did that. Yes. So, uh, you gotta hear this. So, 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 uh, so, tri- tri- trigger alert for. I was a part of the band. I don't even remember. So, there, dude, this is so. I, I Josh do, I, just told me about okay. this, and it's so, so funny. I, I, I do want to leave it. this with, a, with like a, with like a trigger alert. There's a word here that might trigger people. Um, but Nirvana has a song called "Rape Me," and uh, so perhaps <laughs> change it from save "Rape me. me" to "Save Me." So. It was like, uh, do you do you know how to play "Save Me" on the guitar? No, Save I don't. Me. <laughs> okay, no, I don't. So let's pretend that, that that here's here's what it would sound like. It would sound like "Save Me, Save Me, and My Friend, Save Me, Save Me Again." So we ha- we have an inside joke. Uh, Kyle and, I, Kyle and I have an inside joke where we, anytime we're at Guitar Center, we're playing, we could play any riff, but we're going to turn it to Holy Wars. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that, that was my first band. Um, I ended up, I ended up quitting that band, but I was, I was still supportive. I still you, went to you, shows. Oh, you quit? Yeah. Why? Uh, well, so we were having like a, like some kind of like youth revival service and, uh, for some reason, I felt was like this with your your oneness church. Yeah, for for whatever reason, I felt like God was t- calling me to quit the quit the band, and so I said, "Hey," I put the God card and said, "Hey, hey guys, I'm not in the band anymore." I wasn't a part of that. I don't even remember you being in the band. This is this is before you were in the lineup. I think. Are you serious? Yeah. 
Wow. Um, but I, af- after that, though, like I was, I was still supportive. I still went to all the shows. You, you were the most avid supporter. Yeah, I would go. I'd be the one guy moshing in the crowd. You brought that one shorter chick um, to the oh, White Elephant that one time. Shelby, I was Shelby. I was hardcore crushing on her. I remember. We're good. We're good friends now, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, was I remember t- last year. Yeah, you got. Yeah, I think you got back in contact with her or something like that. Yeah, su- su- super cool. Um, yeah, she is. She's engaged to a Puerto Rican guy named Jose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, su- super cool. That's um, not the Jose from the Marine Corps, was it? No, we've never met this guy. Okay, okay. Um, There's but, too many Jose's to count. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I remember like, at the You're time. Right. At the time, I was I was trying to impress her, so I invited her and I invited uh, my my good buddy Austin Hood. And uh, nice. Yeah, we were mo- Air Force man. Yeah, we were moshing, dude. We had this one mosh move. <laughs> Well, we would pretend to, like, what, what do you, we have those, like, uh, defibrillator machines where you go, like, clear. <laughs> so we were, like, clearing, we were, like, reviving each other and, like, we oh <laughs> clear each other and then go into, like, the, the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so funny because, like, the crowd was absolutely dead, but there was, like, me, Austin Hood, and Shelby just rocking out. To uh, a low tier band. That's yeah. funny. Hey, that's my band you're talking about. You it was low. You weren't tier. even a part. You quit. It was low tier, and you knew it. You know it. I know it, that band was. That band was. Shit. Yeah, it was. That, that, that uh, straight up. I, I I gotta I gotta just tell everyone that was probably the Talk. worst band that we've ever been in. Um, and then uh, so yeah, I, I after that I was I was uh, pretty supportive of like all like the the projects that you and Paps were doing, and then um. Because we did the, uh, the the cap project, the Kyle and Austin project, and yep. that, that did we did two songs, and then he like broke up. We, he broke it up after I wrote both songs. He's like, "All right, this isn't going anywhere." And then he left. He's like, "I'm too busy being a, <laughs> being infatuated with my girlfriend." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh wow, that was a whole thing, wasn't it? It was. Oh, that got. Oh, that man. was every guy with every girlfriend during that age. Yeah, you're seriously. Young. You're yeah. young. You're dumb, and, and young, you're, dumb, and impressionable, and impressionable, and full yeah. of impressionable ability. <laughs> that's the that's the 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 PG thirteen way to say it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's PG. What do you mean? That could be G. That was that was pretty. That could PG. be gang G for gangster. Young, dumb, and gangster. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that could be a T-shirt. Young, dumb, and young, gangsta. dumb, and gangster. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So, um, so we're at you leaving for church. But where did that put you for guitar? So did that like did, oh, did you start playing for church? That's a good question. Yeah, I, I start. I started playing for uh, our church in Tigard at the time, and um, this is this is where I, I got. I feel like I got really good at guitar. Um, so we at, at that church, we, we mind you had like three services a week, and each service there'd be somebody else leading worship, and most of these guys had like no musical competency whatsoever, and so like like. Besides, uh, besides for the pianist, but they, yeah, was that well, all no, Spanish music? No, okay. So I want to say that the, the people who were leading the worship service, so like the oh, MCs, if you will. Yeah, okay, it okay. Church, it was yeah. Spanish. Okay, yeah. And so they, so and how, that's a different level of guitar too, and so, music as well. Yeah. So how Spanish music's totally hey, different. Yeah. Next so how, it's it's a different caliber. Yeah. So how the songs would start? The, the guy would start singing, and then the band would try to find out where the heck is this guy? What key is he in? And so I remember our our pianist. Uh, his name his name was Randy, and and he's a super cool guy. But he would always play in C, and he ha- he had like a, like a synthesizer, so he would start in C and like just press like the modulate button. So it would, it would go like 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 C C B B flat A. He would stay on the same part of the keyboard. He would just change his own key. Yeah, he yeah. would change. He would press the transpose button. Wow! Until you could find where you were at. That's really cheesy, but it works. So he so the song would be an A flat, and he's playing in C on the keyboard, but it's coming out as A flat. Wow. And I remember I absolutely hated the awkwardness of that. Yeah. And so I decided from from a young age, like when I was first playing guitar for church, that I was going to become familiar with how keys, this is weird, how keys and chords sounded. Mm-hmm. Like each note I feel like has like a flavor. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've been able to have not perfect pitch, but, but close to perfect pitch. C is vanilla. C sharp. C is like a don't get it right every single time. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's that's where I became obsessed. With, like if I'm going to cover a song, I want to cover it exactly how the guitarist is playing it. And so here I was playing these like super complicated songs, super compl- complicated like, like gospel, Latino type songs. Really? So imagine like when I, when I, I turned 18 and started going to Landmark, you can imagine how easy playing guitar oh, was for me. Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> because like, they're playing Christian contemporary music, or CCM for short, and it's 
super easy. It's night, night super and day basic. difference. You're, it's oh, just yeah. the, simple like the six, one, no, six, four, one, five. Like, it's all like that. That's too. all the yeah. songs. Yeah. yeah. And so it became just super easy. And the guitar is completely different. You take a, you take a D shape, you, you put an octave up. Oh, it's epic. Oh, yeah. I'm going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and Got also. A ton of delay and reverb. Yeah. One note, delay and reverb. That's CCM, guys. We're done. <laughs> Pack it up. Pack it up, guys. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so I was, I was doing that for about uh, 10 years with Landmark. You didn't play even the acoustic chords parts. You would just play one or two or three notes higher yep. up on the fretboard. You know That's even worse. You know what's funny? Like Eventually, I, I would get to parts where I, I, I would just get bored of the playing. <laughs> so um, crank up the volume. <laughs> so literally, so here's here's what I, here's what I would do. Um, so let's say I was like it was like a slow like 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 worship setting and like like, like the spirits really moving right. And uh, you know, usually Shireen will be like, "Hey, do like the do like the, the angel singing thing." So that's, that's like the swells. So I got really bored, and so you know what you know what, what I would do? I, I would play the national anthem really slowly. <laughs> And all like the Republicans in the congregation were like raising their hands, like oh, this is so USA. good. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there, there's that song "God Is With Us Now." Yeah, that was I don't I didn't like that chord progression. And, and at I would all. I would get bored when, when it got to the F sharp. I would play Crazy Train. <laughs> nice job, nice. I didn't know that fit in there. And yeah. that, that is not being blasphemous to the people who don't understand being a guitarist. Yeah, you just and get, especially you just get bored. in worship. Yeah. And, and uh, just boring. Yeah. I would only ever yeah. do that. So that's, like, that's why I quit playing bass. The crazy train yeah. thing I only did during uh, practice. I, I wouldn't do it during the actual service. Yeah. But the national anthem, I've done like a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so then. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. flexing the national anthem. <laughs> 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 It's like the ultimate. I've never heard that spoken before. That's the ultimate evangelical flex. Yeah. Wow, that's so funny. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> so about so uh, yeah. So I, I remember like around like 2000, 2010, 2011, Pap started the unspoken word. That's right. That's right. And um, I just wanted to do whatever I could to be in the band, and I already had some like keyboard knowledge. So I said, "Hey, you know, I know you think the, <laughs> the Devil Wears Prada is cool. Maybe I, I could do some like synth stuff. Yeah, we were we were into August Burns Red, Devil Wears Prada. Kyle, did you play um, bass? And spoken word. No, I played drums. Did you really? At, at one point, yeah, you I had a drum it set too. So thank you, it. thank you, thank you. Yeah, I just played drums for Unspoken Word. They already had every instrument filled, and I really wanted to play after Desolation. Um, I was kind of in between. I was awkwardly kind of trying to. Get in with Paps again. Like I was messaging him every like once or twice a week. Like, hey, so you guys got got any openings? I'm totally down to play. Whatever it is, I got I got a bass. I have a guitar. I have drums. Whatever you need me to fill in, I'll do it. And eventually, uh, they had issues with Nico. Um, they kicked yeah. him out. You guys kicked him out, right? Um, yeah. And Nico was like, "Well, man, um, okay then, bro. You should mention that uh, the America's Got Talent." Um, okay. All right. All right. Nico. <laughs> Nico, Nico, I got nothing but love for you, but I'm going to kind of throw you under the bus here. Yeah. Okay. So he's never going to listen to this. If you know, he he'll, he'll never listen to this. Maybe Wes will listen to it and he'll he'll like show what he'll show Nico. And you know, I don't care if he does. Yeah. Go yeah, for it. Yeah. Um. So either Paps or I, we we found out that uh, America's Got Talent was going to hold uh, auditions in Portland for their their upcoming season. Now after that, I'm like, dude, like. Even even if no one likes the music, even if no one likes the music, you guys didn't even like your own music. <laughs> <laughs> even if no one likes the music, if we if we get it's guaranteed that no one likes it. Okay, but check it out. My our thought process oh my was gosh. like, if no one likes it, but it's shown on national television, Someone. that's someone's gonna like it. We're gonna get fans that way, and so uh, Paps and I were like really like leading the band together. Um, and and I said, hey, let's let's uh, let's get let's get ourselves on America's Got Talent. And so they come audition day. It was at uh, the convention the convention center, the Moda Center, not Moda Center. It's a convention center across the street. Okay, Expo Center. The, is that? The oh Expo? no, that, that's the Oregon Convention Center. Oregon Convention Center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you know, 
it was a lot of waiting because there was like thousands of acts that were trying to audition before private judges. So they weren't like the show judges. They were like pre-screeners. Right. And so we were probably sitting around waiting for like six to seven hours. I mean, you have thousands of auditions to go through. I know. Yeah. So the limitations were we had to condense one of our songs to like like a minute. And um, and, and and yeah, just, just have at it. So we, were, we finally got got it in one of the conference rooms where we set up everything and the guy said all right go 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 ahead and you know, we, we we played we played for a minute um and then the the judge said okay then well uh we'll we'll we'll, we'll give you give you a call or an email if if uh, if you've made it and then nico cool. was just, nico was just just sitting there like putting his stuff stuff away and he was like well what a f-ing show this was Oh, oh. And like Paps and I looked at each other and we, and we looked at the judge's reaction and they were like and we were like Nico, what the heck man? There was that one percent of, of a chance that you guys yeah. had. And so obviously we did not get the call. <laughs> 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 um so yeah, that that was It was you, Nico, Paps, Juice, Juice, and um, um JJ was our vocalist. JJ was your vocalist. Oh yeah, he killed it, man. He's nice, a great vocalist. That's awesome. Man. That's that's awesome. And it was fun, man. We 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 did, we did some touring, um, or some like light touring. So you, we you had one more. There was a, there was that one, Bradley Bates. Bradley Bates, yeah, he was the lead guitarist. Yeah, right. There we go. And uh, that was yeah. the tall, lengthy guy, right? No, he was short. He, he was shorter, lank, lanky. Lanky. Juice is the tall, lanky. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, we had so much fun together. Um, and we we we, we did. Did some show, a couple shows in Portland. Uh, did, did a show in Salem at this like A frame, which was super sketchy. You did a big show at the skate park. Did we? I remember that. Yeah, you guys did a big show at the skate park. There was a, a, a high rise um, in front of the oh, skate park on, uh, yeah. next to the road. And then we played at some dude's house too. Like no way. <laughs> yeah, I was so jealous because I never got to be a part of any of that, so I, I never showed up. Well, well, you you did you did did you go? Did you ever play a show with us when you were a drummer? No. Uh, I, that's I, why I was sad. I we swore played, you we did. played the Hawthorne too. No, I think you did pop culture on drums. Yes, you did. Pop. We did pop culture. We yes, did one, one. you played well, with us. We also was, played there with, with beside, beside the abyss, abyss. and uh, oh, that's why because it was beside, beside the abyss, the abyss yeah. too. Yeah, it was both of you guys. And it was all the same that. members. Yeah. Here's, here's what's crazy. So here's where I remember. <laughs> here's where I. Here's where me and Godfrey's lives intersect. So we played it. We played a show at the at the Rose, not the Rose, at the Hawthorne Theater. And it was like us, some other band, and like your band was there. What, what, what was your band? <laughs> Alleyways. Alleyways, yeah. Alleyways. <laughs> yeah. And Never heard of them. That was with Blake. Blake was our drummer. Okay. We had this guy named Nathan Philbin. He played bass and or no, he just sang. And then we had this guy named Tony. He would play bass, and then it was me on guitar. Yeah. But and like Godfrey did like all the producing and stuff. And like I remember I think we either played I think we played af- before you guys mm-hmm. or after you guys. And I remember like being an ab- it might have been after you guys. And I remember like being like in absolute awe because like you your production was like top tier. It was just great. You had backing tracks. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> okay. I was like, how on earth are we going to follow that? Wait, was that with Subtle City? No, no, no. That's right. You, you were with Subtle Subtle City. Were you bassist yeah. for Subtle City? You were. Yeah, I played bass for Subtle City. Oh, but this is still- oh, this is at uh, the Sumerian Records thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. That's you, you guys. That was killed it. Yeah. We we were pretty. We were we were hardcore at that point. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Anyways, so that was my original. That was my first band okay. that I built here. But anyways, yeah. So it was with Subtle City. So we were backing tracks. Uh, we had our fancy stomp things that we built. And you definitely could have gone lights places. and awesome. Yeah, it was all, all done by by yourself. Oh yeah, we were we had scrims and everything. Ooh, yeah, nice. It was, it was legit. That's fun. Well, and like a big band. Yeah, we were like a big band. We were like we were we were a local big band. Oh, probably, awesome! Probably before, yeah. so, so you had a big band before. Subtle no, no, City. this was nope. Just that was Subtle City. Oh, we were mistaken. I was thinking next big thing tour, oh. which we did play together, but we didn't intersect past yet. No, and so I just remember seeing Godfrey and Mike. Yeah, so that I, was that was at the Sumerian Records uh, tryout <laughs> thing. You, I, had, you had long hair and you yeah. were chunky. Yeah, I was I was wearing a windbreaker and Nikes. Yeah, <laughs> you you love those dark the black the black windbreakers. Yeah, it was a black windbreaker. Mm-hmm. Back backwards baseball cap. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're you're a baller. 
So that, that, that's where our lives first intersected. I never thought in a million years this would be the guy to marry my sister. Right. But here... You play bass, right? I did play bass. That's right. Yep. Um, and I had nasty bass tone too, dude. It was you, had, you, had, you had an amp? You had a... What would you have? Oh, uh, at that point I had a four... The, or- the orange box, right? I didn't have an orange. Uh, our guitarist had an orange. Mm. So at that point I had... I had a orange. six by ten... Um, what's that brand? Ampeg? It wasn't an Ampeg. It was uh, PV. Mm-mm. Oh, what is Cube. It? PV. <laughs> it was. Uh, I can't remember. But anyways, it was really. It was. Uh, it was nice. It was a high end. It was high end. It was actually our singer's dad's. <laughs> nice. And then I eventually bought a fridge to play. So. <laughs> Wait, Which uh, a fridge is an eight by ten oh, Ampeg, okay, uh, base cab. Because I'm man. a coming musician, yeah. I thought a fridge was a refrigerator. No, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's an Ampeg. It's an Ampeg. That, uh, they call it SVT Classic. That's what it's called. Mm. I see you. I see you. But anyways, yes, that's where where uh, Josh is. Oh, Solo City transformed into alleyways. No, it was oh, the other way around. Was, no, alleyways. Two different projects. Yeah, it was different. Oh. I, it, I'll tell you my guitar story once once that comes up. Yeah, that's, um, that's coming up right now. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> so my, my, mine's ending. Uh, so yeah, uh, body, body. Where, where are you at, at after that point? After unspoken word. So uh, after unspoken words, I we joined like, the Marine Corps. After that, we joined the Marine Corps, and it was cool. We actually we, we got we got to play guitar and bass uh, in boot camp. So oh, we did. So oh, let me, let me tra- explain. I, let me explain. I, I erased explain. that great experience. <laughs> so let me, let me explain. So uh, you know. So, Boot camp, you got you got you got to remember, it's just like really intense, especially Marine Corps boot camp. It's really intense in your body, really intense on your on your mind. You're, it's it, it's a terrible place for an introvert for sure. <laughs> and Kyle's definitely an introvert, so I, I imagine your social battery mm-hmm. was drained all day, every day, all day, every day. Um, but anyway, so but we always knew that we would, we would get our one hour break during chapel time on Sundays. So that's that's why the chapel was always full. <laughs> you got like five thousand Marines who had made professions of faith, and I guarantee you they probably weren't genuine. They just wanted to get out of out of boot camp out for, of boot camp, for yep. the hour. Mm-hmm. And we had that same mindset because uh, when we were in Camp Pendleton, we went to the Protestant uh, chapel <laughs> service, and then after that, we went to the Catholic <laughs> 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 service to knock out an- another extra hour. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, they, I they, played drums and you played guitar, right? I played bass. You played bass. It was a terrible bass too. For the Catholic service. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't know any of these songs. Can I improvise? I didn't and know they're any like, of... Yeah, you can do whatever the you want. And I was I, like, uh, I I just did whatever I wanted. It was weird because I remember like before the Catholic service started, they had Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You" music video playing. <laughs> <laughs> And the chaplain so was just some, the chaplain was just some like old cheery jolly guy like yeah and, <laughs> and Mariah Carey's like wearing like skimpy outfit oh and, yeah and all the dudes were like yeah because they hadn't seen a woman in three months yeah religion oh yeah God. all right Mariah Carey <laughs> go Gary yeah yeah um anyway so yeah about about a year and a half ago I became Dutch reformed and basically became boring we, we don't do any any guitar stuff and so I had like a good like year and a half where I didn't play guitar and recently after going to that Megadeth concert I was like I got inspired dude I want to pick up guitar again I know I've not seen you this passionate about a band in a long time dude I love Megadeth and uh, he mentioned Striper um, in that in, in his uh, documentary do you oh yeah he mentioned I, it he mentioned in like chapter of like five or six and I was like I, I immediately thought of you I was like you're oh offic- man you're officially ahead of me then <laughs> oh no no it's, it's, it's back in there maybe it was a different band that was started with an S but I, I swear it was Striper it was a, it was some hair metal band. Could be Spinal Striper. Tap. <laughs> uh, Lorna Shore. Oh yeah, yeah, that was L- it. Lorna yeah. Shore. Imagine if they were in the '80s. That that tone would have been like no unlistenable, unre- dude. Unlistenable. That would have no. That's like Pantera during w- when it came out. Yeah. Which became popular after it was done. You can make the argument that it's still unlistenable, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, so enough enough about me ranting. Tell me about. Mr. Godfrey, you know, our, our guest for today. I don't know anything about you, dude. This no, ne- no, neither great. does anyone on this podcast listening. So That's right. Tell us about your guitar so, journey, so, then. Yeah, broaden our horizons here. When did it start? It started when I was eight years old. We had a guitar shop. I lived in Seaside, Oregon. Beautiful place to live. Yes. Yeah, beautiful. Wow. So uh, I went to the guitar shop and 
my older brother played drums and guitar, and and so he was down for Christmas or whatever. And at this point, I was in my classic rock phase. I was yeah. totally into uh, like Jimi Hendrix and Led Zeppelin and uh, ACDC and. Um, as you're saying, of, as you're saying those names, like like the riffs, just I know, I can hear them in my head, right? And so at that point, I got super inspired to just pick up guitar. Mm. Um, I tried to play drums a little bit. I got a drum set when I was about seven years old, um, like a first act drum set. Um, so I got inspired, and it was Christmas time, and I didn't ask for a guitar, but my little brother asked for a guitar. Axel did? Yes, he asked for a guitar for Christmas. Okay. Oh, you have a brother? Yeah, I do. I do. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he's a younger brother. I have an older brother as well. And then, so my little brother gets this first act guitar for Christmas, and I see that thing laying there. He's not in the living room, and I go pick it up. And, and I was able to play Jingle Bells. I've never, I've never touched a guitar before, and I just start playing Jingle Bells. Like, just one single note, strand... And, uh, dun, dun, dun. yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I just, after that point, I was like, wow, I've never even played this thing. And I can, I can play something. After that point, I just, I go full ham. I asked for a guitar for Christmas and, or soon I, I'm like right after Christmas happened. I was like, "Mom, I need a guitar because I want to. I want to start playing." And I started getting lessons. And she buys me this Ibanez Geo hey. with, a, with a, it has an RG body style GIO. GIO. But it, it was a special. It was a special. So it had an actual RG body, mm. but it had a a Geo neck. But it was a blood splatter finish. You still have that, guitar. and I do still have it, and it is a total shredder. <laughs> when I didn't even know how to uh, do anything at all of that of that caliber, but so after that point, I is, is it the second one right here? Um, you want to look no. for one that has a blood splatter finish? I typed in blood splatter. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't come up with anything. Oh, I'm sure you got some good good results there. It's yeah, it's right here, right there. That guitar. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, it's oh wait. Grant Evans used to have something like this. Yeah. So yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So after that point, I start getting pretty decent. I was a really big, heavy, uh, like ZZ Top type of. That was my jam. I really liked ZZ Top, but uh, I really liked playing Led Zeppelin too and uh, Jimi Hendrix style playing, mm-hmm. and that's what really pushed me over to a different caliber was playing Jimi Hendrix because mm-hmm. it's a, a giant collaboration of, of blues type, but also for his, his, for his uh, time period was well, a lot, a very modern mm-hmm. type of playing for, for his time period. He wasn't scared of not using whatever pedals or whatever. He, he also was, wasn't uh, scared of what, uh, he wasn't a purist. It, yeah. He wasn't yeah. a purist. He wasn't scared of wearing whatever the heck he wanted either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is true. And uh, so after, after, you know, I started getting pretty good, I started a band in Seaside in middle school. So I was probably about... Well, you started early. Yeah, I was awesome. really early. So uh, I was probably 12 years old. You guys keep talking. I'm, I'm going to go piss. You're, okay. you're good. Keep talking. So my first band was called Black Rose. Okay. We That's we not did bad of a name. Yeah, it was it wasn't bad. We had this black rose as our 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 cover, our our logo or whatever. So this was at like uh, mid MySpace time. Mm-hmm. So we had a, a MySpace. <laughs> I made us a MySpace. Of, of course, as it, as and, it ever won. Uh, yes, and so we have our MySpace, and uh, we're doing Offspring covers. That that's a throwback right there. Oh my gosh! So that was my favorite band growing. Uh, after that point to where I started or drifting uh, from my classic rock phase, I went right into 90s, 90s punk rock, uh, pop punk style who, who stuff. Who did the vocals for those, punk, uh, for those Offspring covers? Uh, my friend Mason. Okay, I was hoping yeah. you would. No, I, 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 I helped. I did, I did like backup vocals. Mm-hmm. And so um, after that, we moved here. So uh, everything kind of changed at that point. But that was like 2008. 
Yeah, yeah. I did the same thing yeah. actually in 2000, 2000, mm-hmm. this year 2000. I moved from Oregon City. Yeah. Uh, After that point, so we ended up moving here. That was, I was in seventh grade. And so I was probably at the tip top of my guitar playing at that point, And I was able to play some pretty decent uh, stuff at that point. I, I felt pretty confident in my playing, so I wasn't scared to play in front of anybody or whatever. And so I'm getting acclimated of being in Washougal because I've never been in really a big city area. I mean, we grew up in Salem, but then we ended up moving to the coast. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my early development years were in a small city with not very many people. And, and so we ended up being in Washougal. And uh, I meet a couple of people, and, and we start a band called The Alleyways. The Alleyways. No, it wasn't The Alleyways. It's, <laughs> it, if anybody from that, that time period, who was my friend at that time, knows that that's a joke. Our first show that we ever played, the guy introduced us as The, the Alleyways. <laughs> they, they always do that. <laughs> when, it, when you're young and they're old and they don't care about you, they're going to add a the to, the to whatever band name is there. The Beside the Abyss. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so alleyways, we actually played all of our own music awesome. besides, uh, we did a couple of offspring covers because, uh, I don't know. I always seem to be like that influential person in our band, you know, like a, uh, cornerstone of our band generally. Yeah. I'm generally the one who form would have formed the bands at that time. So, uh, we we're playing our, we had <laughs> a couple of our own songs and, uh, they're they're pretty good. They're like yellow card type of, uh, you know, like early two thousands uh, pop punk. Like yeah. Oh, the uh, the golden years. Soft rock. The golden years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, our version of soft rock, not eighties, yeah. nineties. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. <laughs> that's our soft rock the, the, because the, the we're mo- we're millennials. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's our soft rock. But uh, so after that, we're we've pro- we probably did that band for four years so it was a, a decent amount of time and uh we played the next big thing tour oh so you played that with beside the abyss then yeah oh. we did i remember it wow yeah so that's where i met paps the first time wow so that's the, crazy and that's how he kind of had connections to you mm-hmm. was through that eventually because i think i was introduced to you through paps yeah yeah because I knew he, him. He so was, he, he told me to add you on Facebook for something. I remember. Yep. And then some, remember. after that point, we ended up connecting. So yeah. that was probably 2012. Perhaps. Yeah. And then, that, and then yeah. after that, during 2012, 2013, it was the first time that I contacted you about mixing a couple songs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps so, the nexus being that connects us all together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, he really yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's that head in the sky, yeah. man. So, <laughs> I, so alleyways breaks up and... My friend, best friend at the time, Blake, his, his, uh, his brother ends up, uh, his, his band, which was called Subtle City, ended up, uh, the members dropped out because they lived in Eugene and were going to go to U of O and all this stuff. And, and so they needed a bassist and then they needed a drummer. And Blake and I were in alleyways and we, I played guitar mm-hmm. and bass was still pretty new to me. I haven't played it before, so. I was like, well, I can play bass. If you play guitar, you can play bass. I can play guitar, I can play bass. So So I end up joining that band, and then that ended up actually getting pretty successful. It did. It it, 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 it blew up because you guys put a lot of hard work in. Yeah. That's that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And we can all see that from the outside. You guys were constantly playing shows. You guys were constantly uh, being active on social media, yeah. uh, promotions. You guys did everything. You, yeah. you, yeah, you, you were had, killing it in marketing. And and the live shows were on point. And your guys' tones were great. Yeah. Um, we, we really, we, I mean, we really put a lot of, we were trying to, we were there. Yeah. We had um, a couple labels watching us at our last couple shows. And we had a manager, which was not good. Oh, no. But <laughs> we, we, we ended up getting to a point where, you know, we were about to have labels start talking to us. But then, of course... God changed my life, real God card moment, and <laughs> I had to, I had to cut it off. And mm-hmm. after that point, uh, playing with Subtle City, which I of course play bass, different, a little bit different than guitar. Um, my my latest craze with guitar ended up coming from us a, a sister from our church, uh, from a church up north. She wanted me to play guitar for youth camp, and I'm like, 
I haven't played guitar. I didn't tell her this, but I haven't played guitar for like, I mean, years. Because I, I used to produce a lot of music, so I ended right. up being the, if they can't track it, I'll track it for them guy. Or oh, the, yeah. the fix it. So I really wasn't playing a lot. <laughs> I was playing, but it was more like fixing other people's mistakes <laughs> God, on recordings. Got to free the fix it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, uh, she asked me to play guitar and I was like, sure, let's do it. And I haven't played guitar in forever. So I've spent probably 120 hours a week playing, playing guitar, guitar wow for the last month and a half Whoa. just to to pra- to get ready for to get ready for that youth camp so did it already happen it did and it was it was really i was so proud it, of myself it was worth it it was so worth it dude cuz nice. i was like i was doing all the th- and and we play like a mix between like ccm and gospel so it's more like high distorted guitars shredding mm-hmm. and wow yeah it's so it's fun okay. it's actually fun to play so yeah, awesome and man. you got you got you got some juicy tones huh? yes and i uh borrowed josh's helix that's right and you called him that last week about that right? and i bought my own helix just because it was so awesome <laughs> shout out to line <laughs> six I st- yes I, I still haven't i've yet to use that helix maybe after this recording or some I, other time. I, I, I gotta want, go after this recording. I want to respect your time. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. How long we been? How long we been going at it? Oh, for? We, been, we, been, we almost hit. We got fifty-seven. We got fifty-seven right now. Fifty-seven right now. Fifty-seven right now. But after this, I gotta go back to the dealership for the third time and sign more paperwork that they messed up. So I got what? I have to. I have to go back again. They they contacted me on that on that hike and they're like, hey, can you come back? Um, because the the DOL says that we gotta have you resign some paperwork. Um, I told them I come in at five. So. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's really, really annoying. Well, uh, sorry to, to interrupt your. I loved hearing that. Thank you for 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 bringing enlightening us. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. So yeah, this podcast is not sponsored by Dick Hanna Honda. Dick, so <laughs> yeah, our uh, you can officially consider uh, that name out of our mouths. Yeah, you keep, you keep Dick Hanna Honda. You, out you of your keep mouth. Dick Hanna Honda out of our <laughs> mouths. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you know. Thank, thanks, guys, for your, your patience with us. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're this is, we realize this is probably gonna get uploaded on a Wednesday. You know, we're still stuck in outer space, um, <laughs> and so uh, yeah, I'm glad Godfrey could make the the over what is it five thousand mile trek to come up here. Thanks for th- thanks for getting in contact with your best bud Elon and launching yourself up here. I really appreciate that. Hey, yo, Muskie, get me up here, bro. Hey, hey, here. Come on, Mister M. It was a rough trip, Big M. It was rough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't, know, didn't know where to breathe. You know, and hey, it's, I have to leave. Yeah, it's like all, in a couple minutes. So that's not it's, that. Yikes. It's, it's almost as rough as like inhaling a decommissioned uh, World War II World sub, War submarine. II, decommissioned World War II sub. Yeah. Yeah. Or battery. Uh, <laughs> or an ibuprofen. <laughs> or an ibuprofen. Or, sorry, an ibuprofen. <laughs> or you could smoke an ibuprofen. I mean, it's all. It, it just shows how crazy it is. Our, our schedule's busy. Um, it is. But anyways. It's busy in up outer space. I'm glad to have you guys in here, man. Oh, dude, this is, this is, this is a good time. Yes, uh, Mr. Mr. Kyle, where, where can the people find you? The people can find me wherever they find you, which is where is that? <laughs> the people can find me wherever they can find you and also me. It's at Boffcast on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, we're mostly active on Instagram. Yeah. Please, Instagram. Come find us on Instagram. We're, we're posting there weekly. We've Facebook, got, too. Yes, Facebook, too, because it also uploads there. Automatically. Incidentally. Um, Goffrey, you got anything, anything you want to plug? And that wraps it up, guys. <laughs> I'll just plug that I, I I really enjoyed my time with my brother-in-law and, and Kyle's shreddage. Thank you, brother. Bonk. From a distance. That's All right. right. I, I, I have, I have I officially been boffed. Uh, <laughs> and on that note, guys. You just got boffed on. Oh, and, uh, and on that note. Thank you guys for tuning in to the latest episode of Boffcast. Check us like, out on our socials. Like, like subscribe, review. Like, I was. Bye. You have been boffed. You've been boffed. You've been boffed on. <laughs> All right. How about you, guys? Thank, thank you for che- uh, checking in. What, what, what episode is this? This is episode. Is it 14? 13. Is it 13? 14. 14. This is episode four. This is episode 15. I think this is 14. I'm pretty sure it's 14. All right. Well, guys, we, we, we love you guys um, and can't wait to record next week. Until next time, peace, peace love, and, and chicken grasa. You have officially been boffed on. Mm-hmm.